All right, so what's up, everybody? This episode's coming in kind of late. Um, I mean, I'll be honest. It's it's been it's been a long weekend, but not like a long weekend in in the sense that it's uh it's like a long weekend. But it's just been exhausting. Also, uh, two things. First. If you hear a dinging type sound or something like that in the background, that's the fan in my hotel room. It's incredibly powerful for no reason. And also, welcome to another episode of On with Jamila. I am your host, Jamila. And we know we're just getting into it. We're just rocking. We're rocking and rolling. We're rocking around the Christmas tree and the Christmas party hop. So... What happened last week? Man, last week was just... Last week was something. Last week was just a whole lot of traveling, shaking hands, meeting people. Um, it's been busy, man. It's been busy. Um, last week was the second full week of travel. It's a lot. You, you, you're like doing a lot of the same things. Uh, again and again you're meeting a lot of people you're trying to sell people on something they probably don't really want or it's a lot you know and I'm starting to realize that um, I miss home man I really miss home and it's I mean I miss the like the geographic location like first off We're going to go on a tangent, but this is necessary. It is too damn hot in Atlanta. That's why I call it Hot Atlanta. I can see that now. And boy, can I see clearly now that the rain is gone because it doesn't rain. And it's just hot. And it's only hot. And that's a problem. Um, But yeah, man, we're out here. And... uh, this weekend was a little rough, and the week was rough. Um, I haven't been sleeping well, you know. I've been, um, right now I have my recording device on my shoulder because I am working at the same time, so this may not be the best audio for the podcast, but such is life in that regard, but I'll move it now. Um, but yeah, man, like, it's been... It's definitely been, it's been rough. I get anxious and nervous that I'm going to oversleep, so I don't sleep a full night. I wake up a lot. Um, For a few nights, it was every every half hour, only half hour. The good night is when it's every hour. Usually five or six o'clock hits, and, and uh, I'm done for. I'm up, and it's tough because traffic is sort of unpredictable out here. In the sense that you know you're gonna hit some traffic, but you don't know how bad it'll be. Like there'll be some times where I may leave well with an hour worth of time, right? And I'll still be late, or say if I still leave that early, I ended up not needing to leave that early like it's I'm there a full 40 minutes more than I had to be 
Um, and it's tough. You can't you can't really assume. But it's beautiful. It's beautiful out here. Uh, people are friendly. Some people are passive aggressively friendly. Like for example, today, no. For full context, I made a mistake. This was my fault. But at the same time, just tell me. Because if I got to do a guessing game of what you're trying to say, it won't go well. I don't take hints very well. Um, I was in a parking lot, and this one parking lot, this portion was like a one-way. But there's a cone at the end of it. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, this cone means uh, don't go here. Because common sense reads, if there's a cone in the middle of an opening, that means there's a cone all over the opening. Um, but what, so I was back and I was turning around and this woman's like, oh, this is a one way. Like, oh yeah, but there's like a cone at the end. She's like, yeah, the cone says you can't enter. I'm like, yeah, but there's a cone there. See, the problem is I think with my brain, but they read with their eyes. It was my fault. Again, it's not my fault. But this woman just kept saying, yeah, but it's a one way. And what I wanted to say is, oh, so should I turn around? Uh, now give me room obviously to turn around too because you just pulled up next to me and now I can't move I can't move but anyway that's just a a symptom of my tiredness I feel like Goob from Meet the Robinsons or like Squidward when he's in that Squidville whatever it's called in Spongebob it starts to get really really redundant and really repetitive and it's tough. I want to do some stuff. Like, there was a music festival this past weekend. There was a lot of stuff going on this past weekend. Um, one, didn't know about. Google let me down. I get all of my information from Google. Uh, Google cards, you know, it's personalized. My FBI agent knows what I want, and he hooks me up. But this past uh, weekend, didn't let me know anything was going on. There was a revolt thing. Um, you know, Diddy's company, whatever it is. Uh Kanye West went to a church in the city that wasn't too far away from me. Uh, there was a lot to do. And I only mentioned two things, but that's more than zero, which is what I did. I sat in bed, tried to sleep. Oh, dude, I binge-watched SWAT season two. And let me tell you, that's that show grows on me. It's good. It's good stuff. I wasn't ready for the emotional roller coaster that SWAT season two was, but it, it hit, and it hit hard. Family, man. Themes of family, man. It's, uh, family's big. And, you know, I, I was talking to my family, actually, this this weekend. I FaceTimed my parents. And I had realized that I hadn't, um... I hadn't seen their faces in two weeks. Which, you know, doesn't sound like a whole lot, but... I mean, I live with them, so... Before just hearing the sound of their voices would kind of get to me, but then I can see her. How, how excited my mom was to see me. How excited my dad was to, to see me. It's just over the phone. And I know that one day, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I don't want to live at home the rest of my life by no means, but I, it really got me thinking uh, how willing am I to be far from my family or the people I call family? 
and like some relationships you have the dynamic is just a distance and that's okay like you know just geographically speaking you're not really going to be in close proximity to a lot of people but you are close in terms of your relationship and I have that with a few people um but over the past few years man I feel like I've gotten a lot closer with my family. I've matured a lot, I think, as a man. And that's really helped me, you know, build bridges when it comes to my siblings, um, my parents. And I really miss my cousins too, man. And I haven't really uh, talked to them a whole lot. That kind of bums me out that I've, I've slacked on that. I should be better at that. Yeah, man. Family's interesting, man. Because, you know, family's not always blood. You know, it's the people you choose. And, like, I, I'd i have lunch every day with basically my best friend. Just, like, my brother. I miss him, you know. Being on the road is tough. Being on the road without a break by yourself is tough. Because I'm like saving up all my energy for work, you know, I'm saving up my energy to drive out, to talk to the people, to, you know, do what I gotta do, the whole sales pitch. And all my energy is focused on that and where I can't even really have the energy to socialize afterwards. And I'm a very direct person, you know. Um, a very nervous person. Um, so it doesn't lend itself to the most friendly uh, interactions. Not that they're bad, it's just... Uh, you think of a liberal arts guy in the corner, like, that's where I'll be. I'll be in the corner, a glass of water, trying to stay hydrated. Trying to stay out of people's way. God, I don't even know how we got on this, but... It's just tiring, man. It's tiring, and it's exhausting, and... It's messing me up. I can't sleep because of it, and... I can't stay up because of it, so I'm in this weird limbo. Of just exhaustion. My eyes burn during the day. I can't close them at night. Yeah, and if you have something like that, you know what I mean, where something just kind of eggs you on, man, I just want to let y'all know that, like, I'm still pushing through, you know what I mean, like, I'm still getting through it, and that's why I do this really as much as a reflection for me, because I don't, can't, I don't have therapy on the road, you know, like, so, right, this is, you know, this is my therapy, this is how I process things, and talking to y'all, whoever y'all are, or just talking to myself. And I'm grateful, for, you know, for this opportunity. I don't want to come off as ungrateful. Like, you know, I don't have to pay for the hotel, you know, or the plane tickets. Uh, and that's just the price of the work itself, you know. So I'm grateful for being able to get out and see other things, but I don't know, man. And, like, I went through this before. When I pledged, because uh, I'm in a, I am in a fraternity. When I pledged, it was um, the same thing. I miss my family a lot. 
missed my family. I, it got down to, it really helped me boil down what I actually care about. And that top of that list every time is family, man. I care about family. I care about that bond. I care about my brothers, whether they're my fraternal brothers, whether they're my best friends I grew up with, man. Whether it's my community. Um, I got love. It's just tough sometimes. And it is a little tough sometimes, man. But that's what we get. It's what we get. It's what we work for. In any case, this weekend I was also working on my screenplay. Um, it would be cool if I could sell it, but right now it's just for grad school. I'm going to apply to some grad schools, man. I hated school. I hate school. I hate school so much, but... I want to do something. Grad school gives me an excuse to do something. And, um, so we're working on it. And I like where it's going. I mean, this is a story I've had since high school. It started off as a comic book. I'm going to try to write a novel. And I realize the only things that I can write that I complete are screenplays. So, that's kind of where I am right now. Uh, which is fun. Like, I want to do that stuff. Like, mainly children's stuff, man. Because children's stuff lets you be whimsical and fun and just fantastical and you could do all kinds of stuff with kid stuff that you can do with adult stuff like and what the only trade off is I can't say some swear words or uh, show a titty alright cool man cool but with a cartoon you could still have you could still get action adventure I, you know, I want to tell a Christmas story you know what I mean like I, I love Christmas movies I love the Christmas time oh, dude it's beautiful, man. Man, I like... Ugh. There's been years I've, I've been just wanting to have a Christmas movie viewing party. Like, we bake sugar cookies, have hot cocoa, some coquito. You know what I mean? We're just relaxing, watching Christmas movies. That's that's my ideal, man. That's what I... I want to have that be an annual event. You know? I want that to be... It's just something that I'm involved with. You know, like I got my people coming over. It's a good time. That's the stuff I want to do, man. I just want to make people feel good. I just want to make people feel good. I think that's the thing that trips me up, man. I don't think I'm making people feel good. I don't think people feel better after I'm done talking to them. And I don't mean, like, socially. I mean, like, for the job, man. Like, I I like when people get excited and happy about stuff we talk about, the things they see, the things I provide, you know? That's why I like telling stories, because stories are so cool. Make you feel good. But this stuff, man. I don't know. Some There's a disconnect. In it. It's really starting. It's, it's getting to me, man. It's a lot. Don't think I know as I'm resting assured that this is, this is not the life that I want. And that makes me happy. Because knowing what you don't want is just as important as knowing what you want. And I'm still fresh out of college, man. I'm still figuring this all out. Like, I'm just paying my bills, trying to, you know, make moves. We about to hit a recession. Oh, man, we about to hit a recession. God, this president is so dumb. And, yeah, I said it. And if you disagree, then you disagree. That's okay. But uh, I agree with myself. And that's the most important agreement I could have. And I just drink some water. Because I get thirsty on the podcast. 
Yo, I don't know if you guys um, have been paying attention to Kanye West. Uh, um, uh, Sunday services. Now, I saw I saw something the other day. That kind of bummed me out is a video of Kanye. He was going through a crowd and he tells like a dude, like, I'll watch this. And he like splits the crowd and he's like, Moses, whatever. And it's just like, I was really rooting for this to feel, I don't know, I guess authentic or genuine. I felt kind of grandiose, you know. And it's like, yeah, it's Kanye, but like, I was really hoping that this would be like a humbling thing. And it sucks. Like, I looked up to Kanye a lot as a kid. Like, the first the first three rap artists I knew growing up were Eminem, Common, and Kanye West. Jesus Walks was, like, the first rap record on the radio I heard that my mom was kind of okay with the saying. Up until, like, when the course, like, the devil was trying to break me down, we couldn't say that. But that was, like, the rap record she was okay with, sort of. Eminem... Eminem just had those fun songs, man. So, at least, like, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, my name isn't necessarily a fun song per se, but, you know, he had those kind of just, like, sillier vibes, you know. And he had the bars. And then, but Common, the first Common song I ever heard was Testify. And I think that's when, in all three of those, I, they have storytelling. Man, this is the thing about music. Like, these days, man, is storytelling is like key to me like that's what i'm that's what i gravitate towards so like you know i listen to right now the big the big players i listen to are like big crit and yellow wolf um well i mean i took a break from music for a little bit i've only wow dude i've only been listening to podcasts lately but uh yellow wolf and big crit man i'm telling you right now if you don't know get hit those two of the biggest best storytellers in the rap game uh hosier hosier uh He's got good vibes, man. If you can mix a vibe, a sonic with some great storytelling, that's it. That's right there. And, like, really nuanced storytelling delivery. Because um, I'm a visual I'm a visual guy, right? So when I listen to a song, I like to imagine, like, a music video, short films, what have you. Like, I, I cast it. I play, it plays out in my head. And I love songs that let me do that. That's why I get kind of bummed out listening to some new stuff. Not that it's bad, it's just not for me. I'm just not the demographic. It's just not meant for me, and that's okay. Um, I listen to the older things that I do resonate with, but uh, Big Crit and, and Yellow Wolf Men are big. They're major. Um, the song Disappear, for example. Uh, that song... That song will make you cry, man. And I know some people say hip-hop can't make you cry, rap can't make you cry. That song will make you cry. That song, uh, Roses by Kanye West, always got to me. Um, and that song specifically because, you know, it reminded me of my grandfather. Uh, he was sick. He died. I miss him, you know. But the song reminds me of my grandfather. And so does uh, Mission by Lupe Fiasco. And hip-hop will hit you hard, man. Hip hop will, those eight ways will hit you just as hard as those tears fall down. Um, but I mean, but in any case, um, what I wanted to say was like, there's this video 
of him, of Kanye, uh, with a choir doing this remix of uh, Genuine So Anxious. It's called Soul's Anchor. Let me just pick this here. Let's see if y'all can hear it. Yeah, man, so I just, I fell asleep to that last night. I mean, that sounded beautiful. And it's nothing new. Um, you know, churches, specifically, like, black churches, churches of color. I don't know if y'all ever been to a black church. Good luck finding a better worship service. I'd say next to a Puerto Rican church, you're probably not going to find one. Although, yeah, but in any case, um, you know, take pop of the music, flip it. We're basically the Christian weirdos when it comes to that. But that, yo, that was beautiful, man. And it's the choir that made it beautiful. Nothing that he did. I mean, he's just in the video for some reason. But, uh, man. And the thing is, I feel like a fraud. Not, not like, because, like, I feel like a fraud because this doesn't feel genuine now after watching some things, you know? Like, this is supposed to be spiritual music to hit you in your soul to get you connected to God, right? And I, I, I can't consume something that I that's for that that feels that's not meant for that. You know, is it meant to appease an ego or is it meant to serve the Lord? And I'm not the most you know faithful Christian and by any means, but when I do try, I do try. Um, and we could talk about this for a different time. This is a different podcast, different episode. Um, but yeah, man, that um, that's something, man. That's beautiful. And play it back a little bit more. Actually, this is. my favorite part that's my favorite part that just goes in man it goes hard and i'm hoping this is legit man i'm hoping this is for real 
uh, more than just for my own consumption for him, you know. Like, I, I'll tell you straight up, I, I was a big Kanye fan growing up. Like I said, him, Common Eminem, but uh, it's just, it got to a point where uh, I couldn't justify the support anymore. I couldn't really be like, oh, like, everyone, like, you know, has their thing, whatever. It just felt wrong. It felt irresponsible. Um, not that I'm perfect. I mean, I do, time, you know, go back every now and again. Because it's just some things that help impact me, help shape me, help me get through stuff, you know. Um, so it did kind of suck, and just not being able to really feel like you could freely consume that just because of the moral affliction, you know, within. But I'm hoping this is legit. I mean, it sounds beautiful. I mean, I don't know what the album will be like, but um, it's cool. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, man, that's just kind of what we're doing. Let me tell you, before we go, quick note. So I've been cooking in the hotel room. They got two nonstick pans, or pots, rather. Uh, one doesn't even have a top on it, so I've been using, like, a sheet of aluminum foil to cover it when I cook, and it's tough cooking on that thing, and I'm going to go on record as saying I hate nonstick pots and pans. Now, I hate nonstick pots more than I hate nonstick pans. I can appreciate a nonstick pan, but if you're a nonstick pot... What are you doing? I'm going to oil you up if I want you to not stick. How can I make a good big out if you not stick? Is it going to end up burning? It's been, it's been messing all my stuff up. And I tried to make a hoko boil the other day. That stuff is hard, man. And it's hard when you have all the right tools, and it's even harder when you don't have all the right tools. I mean, cooking on the road is difficult, especially because there's so much food. Like, grocery stores, mass, mass market grocery stores are not built, they're not made for individuals who are individual. I'm only cooking for me. Why do I gotta, why do, why, why, why do I gotta buy two pounds of rice? First off, Walmart, stock your shelves. Why do you have all this two pound, five pound, and ten pound rice bags, but no one pound rice bags? And I don't want minute rice. I can cook it myself. Or I thought I could. Cooking on the road is hard, man. I've had a lot of messed up meals. And, I, and I'm and i honestly, I think it's because it's the uneven cooking on the stovetop. You can't get an even, an even cook. You can't even heat on that thing. Uh, it just doesn't work. The one good meal I made. Well, I made two good meals. The, one, the first one was I lightly floured some chicken. Lightly fried it up. Made some tortellini. Taught myself how to make a butter sauce. And whipped that up. Now, butter sauce sounds fancier than it is. It's just some melted butter. And I put some garlic powder in it. But it's a garlic sauce for now. Because I'm a master chef. And that's what you guys don't know. Is that I moonlight as a master chef. But only when I'm at home. Because here it's not working. Some of this food just end up over-seasoned. Sometimes... Uh, also, I've just I'm done with red meat as a concept. I'll have a holiday pernil. Maybe I'll dabble in some steak tips if I'm trying to be fancy. But I just really can't anymore, man. Okay, chicken. You get me chicken thigh, chicken leg, or leg quarter, dude. Let me tell you right now. Leg quarters, my favorite part of the chicken. Chicken wings are great. 
okay? But the leg quarter, it's a done deal. All of the leg quarters, that's all I ever want. Because that's two pieces of chicken in one. And if I cut the thigh in half, <laughs> that's three pieces of chicken. Come on, guys. I'm trying to put you on game. This is the most cost-efficient way to eat leg quarters. And they taste good. I love dark meat. Love dark meat. And I get if you don't like dark meat because of the bone, but you can buy boneless dark meat. So you can have the flavor without the bone. So do with that what you will. I'm just trying to help you out in your life. But in any case, that's the episode of the podcast, man. If you like this, subscribe. Share with your friends. Uh, let me know what you like, what you don't like. I'm trying to get better at this, man. Uh, it is a process. I am my own producer, my own engineer. And by that, I mean I'm not doing much of either. Uh, but I'm trying to get more of the stuff in here. So, you know, let me know. Again, trying to do these weekly. And, yeah, just... Whew. When we're on, we're on. And right now, I'm signing off. So, take it easy, y'all.